Welcome back to the third episode of We've Done the Maths, a pedestrian TV podcast. I'm Jules Rangihewe, podcaster, failed reality TV star and lover of all things trash telly. And I'm Chantel Schmidt, pedestrian TV's Married at First Sight recapper. Today we have our first ever guest, the wonderful bride, Janelle. The tea, the tea. I was absolutely shocked. We talk all things Intimacy Week, a.k.a. Fuck Week. That phone call. Oh, my gosh, that horny photo shoot. We need to get into it. Her fuck, marry, leave answer. I can't. I was so shocked. You know what? Let's just get her on right now. Let's do it. Welcome Janelle from Maths. Yay! Hello. Thanks for having me guys. Oh my gosh. So this is your first podcast. It is. I'm, I'm like, this is surreal. This is so professional. Oh my <laughs> I gosh. love it. Beauty influencer from West Oz. Yes. How, good old Perth. How is that career? Like, how do you get into something like that? YouTube, Instagram? Yeah. I do Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. Yes. And I've been doing it full time for about a year now. Before that, I was a makeup artist. I finished my degree in uni and I worked at Mac as a trainer for a bit as well. So I really just fell into this job. I don't know how I do it. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is weird. And sitting across from the couch from you, stunning. Absolutely oh. stunning. You guys can tell, you can tell beauty influencers. But every episode you are just bringing it. I am living for your outfits, for your looks. (laughs) Everything is amazing. But one thing I wanted to ask you, obviously I recap every episode of this Mm. show for Pedestrian TV. And one thing that I noticed that I haven't seen before is they said that the Married at First Sight experts actually reached out to you. Oh, actually, I read that article. Hey. That's a good question. Actually, I, I applied. But it's a really funny story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what happened was I had ended a long-term relationship, but it's one of those relationships where you check out way earlier than you really think you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and The Bachelor reached out to my social media agency. And so I was like, okay, well, YOLO, I'm going to do it. I'm single now. I clearly don't know how to choose my man. <laughs> so I applied for Bachelor and I thought, okay, well, if I'm going to apply for Bachelor, I'm going to apply for the show that I actually watch, <laughs> which is Married at First Sight. And so I actually got onto both of them. I know, it was crazy. And I thought, okay, if I'm going to do this once in a lifetime experience, I want to at least, if I can't find love, I want to at least learn something about myself. And I think maths is a really good experiment that will teach you a lot about yourself and put you in this position where you do things that you're not used to doing. So, yeah, that is how I applied. (laughs) I have to ask more questions. This is so interesting to me. I'm a little bit of an entertainment. Oh, I'm uh, a reality whore. (laughs) Yes, yes. I wanted to say whore, but I'm like, is this politically incorrect these days? I don't know. Anyway, it's fine. So what I wanted to ask you is, is that for the three bachelors? That's the one you were meant to be on? That's the one. I reckon I would have gotten paired with Felix because I play basketball. And would you have liked him? Definitely not. Right? (laughs) (laughs) The worst. But this is really interesting because there's a lot of batchy maths crossovers this year. So Jessica that was at Bronte's wedding. And there was Abby, right? The one that Harrison has been seeing, not sleeping with the day that he is leaving for maths, you know, the whole shebang. I don't know the truth. Oh, God. It's a nightmare. So I'm not too sure if you're aware but your write-up on the MAFS website describes you as bossy, clingy, and short-tempered. 
How much of that is true? Have they just ran with that? Did you give them those props? <laughs> to be honest, I was really surprised when I saw that write up and I was like, oh, whatever. Um, I did mention it in a few of my casting mm. interviews because I mentioned it was potentially the reason why my last relationship ended. But upon reflecting, I don't know if that's the case. That's what I was gonna, are yeah. you being harsh on yourself right now? Well, like I'm not afraid to talk about what my weaknesses are and if that's what my weaknesses are, then so be it. But I don't – like all my friends read it and they were like, Janelle, that's not actually true. But I'm like, oh, whatever. You're just going through it. You're in <laughs> yeah. the thick of um, heartbreak and you're like, oh. That's also, exactly right. Yeah. Using bossy for a woman, I resent that. Yeah. Mm. I know. I mean there's a difference between bossy and self-assured uh-huh. and I'm like, well, if it's self-assured, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's get into Let's get into it because everyone – is dying to hear about you and Adam but the one question we still can't wrap our head around is what does Adam actually do for work <laughs> does that ever get resolved oh to be honest I'm still not 100% sure what he does for work he wasn't very good in explaining it and I don't know like in my circle of friends talking about career is very normal it's not an offensive thing to ask but it seemed to be offensive to him Um, From what I had gathered, in the past he has had experience in real estate, construction. Apparently he worked in like a COVID clinic at one point. (laughs) From what I've gathered, he has a lot of jobs but he doesn't have a career. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he knew how to answer that. Yeah. So. But also the way that he was defensive, right? It's like volumes. Volumes. And you said, you know, look, I think this is quite a normal question. And you're right. It is. Thank you. But it was the way that he was really pushing back and going, why, you know, that's, it just showed so many insecurities on his behalf. And that's exactly right. Like I learned really early on that the way he communicates is different to how I communicate. He does jump on the defense, jump on the sensitivity and, like throughout the experiment, I had to stay really calm in these conversations. Otherwise, it was just going to be this explosive fight. Mm. Um, yeah, honestly, it was it was really shocking. Like I didn't know how to steer the conversation in the right direction either. Yeah. I was, I'm like, this is I've never had someone act like this when I asked about career. Well, clearly yeah. you were successful before going on the show. Do you think oh, maybe he was slightly intimidated? I definitely thought that. I mean... I thought, you know, maybe he's used to being like a breadwinner or maybe used to being the extroverted, self-assured one. And I don't think he knew how to handle someone who was a bit more independent. So, yeah, I think as well he has a lot of pride Mm. and when someone dares to dent the pride, it's like... And forgive me if I'm wrong, but do you kind of get like wannabe influencer vibes from him? Oh, yeah. Thank <laughs> Have God. you seen well, Someone would have to say it. Right? <laughs> what, like what makes you think that? <laughs> oh, no. Well, he did tell me like during the honeymoon that he's done a lot of reality shows before. Yeah. So he's been on, I think he even said he's done like 10 in the UK because in the UK it's very easy to do that. And so I'm like, okay, maybe this is why he doesn't have a career. He really wants to be famous. I'm not sure. Like this is the only one I've ever been on. So I was like very new to it all. But no, it was... Whoa, how's that for manifestation? <laughs> he's, he's gotten it. Wow. Did you say to him, like, mm, what's what's the go, I, <laughs> No, I, I just think he wants to be famous. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, well, he's going to get it, isn't he? <laughs> so speaking of your honeymoon, you guys went to Cairns. Yes. But other people got to go internationally. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be off it, babe. I'd fucking flip my lid. Look, Cairns, I actually had never been to Cairns before, so I was happy about that. <laughs> I was like, at least I got to leave Sydney. Like, that's fine. And... 
um, when we went to Cairns, the weather was not great and I had like kind of dug it out of the producer. I was like, what would have happened if we were in Cairns and the weather was good? Like there was potential for seeing the reef. There was potential oh. for helicopter rides. Oh. So I was like, you know what? The thought was there. But Cairns was still beautiful. Yeah, but when you guys were swapping stories, like, you know, just before you were filming and you're like, oh, babe, where'd you go? This bitch says Fiji. Are you saying I was, <laughs> I was, no, Fiji was okay. I could let that one go. But when I heard that Sandy went to Singapore, Singapore. I was like, no, yeah. like that is where my parents are from. Singaporean food would have been the jam, but it's okay. I'm grateful that I even got to go anywhere. Yeah. Because some people stayed in Sydney, so... Mm. Yeah, but yeah, we we saw that. We were like, far out. When did this? I think the budget starts to trickle out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got them. I feel around. like my wedding though looked super expensive, so maybe there was a bit of a balance there. Gorge, gorge. <laughs> well, fast forward to now. How do you think you and Adam are going in the experiment at this stage? Me and Adam are doing really well in the experiment. I think me learning how to communicate with his style was. I was getting better at it, and we had. We were really like a married couple at this point. We were doing everything together. We were shopping together, watching the NFL together. Like we were so comfortable. And what people don't realise is that you spend 24-7 with your husband or wife. Like mm. you kind of, you trust them just because you're together all the time. And you don't get to really speak to the other couples. So, yeah, we were basically each other's best friend at that at this point. Mm. Yeah. And I guess going, you're both going through something that you've never gone through. Oh, well, Adam. 10 times <laughs> so, you know for you it's a brand new experience like it's a brand new experience brand so it new. must be nice just to have that place of comfort every single day yes that's exactly right and that's the thing you you have not really anyone else to talk to in the experiment so that familiarity that that trust it comes with it obviously you guys have had a few hurdles oh, just <laughs> along <a> the way <laughs> So I feel like the the Adam and Claire rumors, right? Like it felt like a big thing and then it mm. was swept under the rug. Where where do you sit on it? Do you feel like there's mm. any truth to it or is that the end mm. of that story? Um well, the whole thing about all that was the accusation that I had heard at the time, especially during the phone swapping, was that he was on the phone to Claire. But I knew he wasn't on the phone to Claire because as soon as Adam got home from the bar, I was with him on the couch, we were cuddling, we had wine, we were watching movie, we were calling um, Lyndall and Cam. Mm. So I knew he wasn't on the phone to Claire. I was with him the whole time. So when the whole accusation came out, like why wouldn't I trust him? Mm. Because I knew the accusation was false. But, I mean, looking back at the phone swap challenge, I was such a freaking idiot. Like, we have questions. We have questions. <laughs> if you could do your time over or let's say you guys are in a normal relationship, you know, um, homeboy leaves his phone out ups you know on the upside unlocked are you looking through it no I couldn't I could have I've you never ever done that to a I've boyfriend never I've always been in really loyal <laughs> relationships I've never been cheated on before so it was like not something that I had on my radar and it just feels wrong to me like my guilty conscience would have been like that don't do it but I mean looking back I would have definitely loved to have pushed it a bit more to see his phone especially because I didn't see how guilty he looked at the time like you don't he looked guilty. Babe, in our last episode, we were just saying you could watch the relief fly yes. off him. Yeah. Yes, definitely. But I think how I was feeling then was, as you can see with the whole what is your career, he's so triggered so easily that I really had to pick my battles. I really had to choose when to poke the bear and I just became a doormat because I didn't want – I know it's so sad, like I'm such a strong person, but he really at the time made me feel like I couldn't speak up and question things, otherwise I would take the brunt of it, yeah. which is really sad. Yeah. Um, 
but it was a good learning curve for me. Yeah, it's something Jules and I have spoken about as well. Like, you know, men that do get quite defensive, you kind of see women's light go out quite a bit. But looking back on the phone challenge, do you think that he played that situation or kind of manipulated you at all? Oh, 100%. That was like reverse psychology. Mm. I was like, am I that dumb? I completely got gaslit. Like, mm. <laughs> it was crazy. Is it hard when you're at home? Do, do you watch it on your own every night or with someone? I try to watch it with someone, yeah. um, but I, I do watch it on my own. Yeah. I have a live Reddit thread on my phone as I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kind of um, triggered all over again with those emotions watching it back or do you feel more intensely about it? it watching you know watching it back oh definitely definitely I think especially because I know I'm guilty of letting people walk all over me I've had ex-friends in the past use me for clout ex-friends you know just taking over my my generosity and I think watching it happen on screen it's like it's a big wake-up call and that is one of the things that I did learn from this experiment is like learning how to not be a pushover Mm. and taken being taken advantage of yeah yeah it was it was hard to watch (laughs) one more thing on the phone scandal if you will before we move on is there was a lot of he said she said around Mm. what jesse did when he came to your room can Mm -hmm. you kind of set the scene for us and let us know what happened or Mm. do you feel like we've gotten that story already Mm. well jesse came into our room i think it was was between like 12 30 to 1 30 and he came in he was super angry i opened the door and he just goes where's adam and i'm like Oh, he over there. And he just walks right past me, staunchy, and just goes up to Adam, let me see your phone, let me see your phone. And I'm just like standing in the near the bed being like, oh my God, what is happening? And Adam's just like, mate, what's going on? Like, do you want to sit down? Like, what's going on? And at, we knew this was like, well, for me, I'm like such a rule follower. <laughs> I was like, there's no cameras here. Like, are we even allowed to be doing this? Like, are we allowed to talk? Like, this is off camera. And um, Jesse just walks right past me and goes straight to Adam. And he's like, let me see your phone. Let me see your phone. And Adam's trying to dissolve the situation being like, come on, Jesse, sit down, like, let's have a talk. And the whole time I was just shocked. Like, I just didn't know, like, what to do. To be honest, I was scared that they were going to fight mm-hmm. <laughs> because if they, I mean, Jesse looked angry. And when he left, like, me and Adam were just like, what is going on? What is going on? But I I had no inkling of doubt at all because me and Adam were literally, like, cuddling on the couch all night. We were even intimate that night. Mm. So Intimate. Yeah, I love intimate. the way you guys always say intimate. <laughs> we had sex. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Finally. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's why I didn't have suspicions because I was like, well, we're normal, we're good, we're progressing. Like, mm. there's nothing for me to suspect. Yeah. So speaking of intimacy or speaking of having sex, (laughs) I need to talk to you about the sexy photo shoot. Oh my God. (laughs) How does this happen? Was it, was it a task? Did you guys just go, you know what, let's whip out the camera, babe. How did this happen? Oh, I couldn't believe it because every couple gets a different task. And when I went to the cocktail party, me and Adam found out we were the only one that got that task. <laughs> so we got so stitched up. But it was really, really fun because um, it was a task that made us feel really comfortable around each other, which we already were. But it was kind of like one of those tasks that make fun and and really enjoy each other's like bodies, I guess. But no, it was a, it was a good task. I made him squish tomatoes over his face. Look, I saw this and as someone that's been to La Tomatina before, it was deeply triggering for me. I, like, <laughs> I could smell it. I could feel it. I just, what, what's sexy about squishing tomatoes, babe? I don't know. Look, I just, I just really wanted to see him do something just funny. Saying. He made me eat a banana and yeah. he took a photo of it. 
So I feel like that's worse. <laughs> you know what? He embarrassed you on national TV too. So yeah, he did. <laughs> How on earth do you complete Intimacy Week knowing that all of that is going to be aired on national TV? <laughs> like, were you? Did you guys have to do a huddle and were like? Let's just fucking do it. Let's just get this over yeah. with and do it. Or are yeah. you actually having fun in the moment? I'm having fun. I'm not ashamed of it at all, especially because I think being sexually positive is so important for women in this day. And I think especially for my culture and I wanted to be a voice for people of my culture to be comfortable talking about sex. Like I grew up in such a conservative household. This My mum's sex talk didn't exist <laughs> Um, this is how my mum told me about periods. She said, if you pee blood, let me know. <laughs> so yeah, I know. I'm so like, I was like, what, what do you mean? Like I had no knowledge and I went to a Catholic school. So sex talk was just not a thing there either. So growing up, I really wanted to make it normal. And so, yeah, I was fine with it. But, you know, we one of our challenges was to make out for I think three or five minutes. I couldn't do that. I just not with not with people around. I was like, no, I can't do that. Yeah, well, how many people are in the room with you? Well, you've got a crew, and which is totally fine. Like you know, me and Adam make out all the time, but I just I couldn't do it around people. <laughs> Can I ask? And you know, you might not be able to answer this, but if you guys are doing something like that, kissing, whatever, mm-hmm. can you say? Can you guys leave now so we can <laughs> continue? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, but you know, it's just. It's a really weird situation to be in. Like I can't even, I can't even kiss ex-partners with family around, let alone like strangers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've loved witnessing the strong girl code displayed throughout this season. Do you find it difficult withholding info you know could really potentially hurt another bride? Oh, definitely. And oh, that is a that question is. Yeah, it's a big one because when you go into the experiment, you think, okay, I'm going to be committed to this partner. This partner is the person that I'm going to be putting all my energy into. But what people don't realise is that when you're on this experiment, it's like you actually have to be involved in everyone else's relationship because it's a group setting as well as a partner relationship. So that's something that I hadn't wrapped my head around going into it because I thought I was just going to be putting 100% into that relationship. I didn't think I was going to be involved in anything. So when it came to, for me, I always want to do the right thing by everyone. And so when I get wrapped up in drama, I'm like, okay, what is the best outcome? How can I do this? How can I do things that is right by the right people? And so, especially so early on in the experiment, you don't know who are your friends yet. And that's what makes it even harder. Mm. <laughs> well, I saw you at the dinner party. Mm. You were so stressed out about this information, which it's still confusing to me, this this story where, you know, you thought you heard something about mm-hmm. Dan but actually it was about Harrison. Can you tell us mm-hmm. how this communication mm-hmm. kind of got oh, <laughs> mixed yeah. up along the way? I had the biggest moral dilemma during that moment. So what happened was Adam and Harrison were on the phone and Adam was talking to Harrison. Harrison had mentioned that Dan got a girl's number and I was across the other side of the room. Mind you, we're staying in like these tiny studio apartments. I can hear everything. And I'm just sitting there going, what? Because Adam just looks at me. He gives me this like crazy face. And I'm like, what, what, what? And he's like, no, I can't tell you. But eventually what happened was um, Harrison was then on loudspeaker and I was actually talking to Harrison myself for a few moments too. So when I heard this, I was like, okay, like what do we do in this situation? Because I don't want to ruin Adam's friendship with Harrison. So I was like, if I 
spread this news, it now ruins Adam's friendship. But if I don't spread this news, then I'm doing wrong by Sandy, who at that point I loved Sandy and she really like stood up for me in a lot of situations. So I was like, what do I do? Like, do I put my relationship first or do I put girl code first? Mm. So yeah, it was just, it was a lot. That (laughs) seems to be the common dilemma, especially for this week, Um, Mm -hmm. Lyndall and Cam as well. Did you kind of find that the girls were more outspoken and I keep yelling at the screen, God, these boys don't have a spine. Did it feel like that at the time? Because it looks like that as a viewer. 100%. I, that, that vibe in the experiment was definitely there. There was definitely like this like boy club vibe where you don't betray the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not all the boys, <laughs> that's that's for sure. But, I mean, you can definitely tell who the, the boy club was, I think, even just watching it. Um, and the girls definitely had each other's back, that's for sure. I think for me personally, though, I kind of walked into the experiment thinking, for me, it's not a gender thing. It's not a girl code. It's not a boy code. It's I'm going to be there for the person who's in the right, the person that needs the support. So I think a few other girls thought that too. Mm, Because it's just a common decency thing, right? It's a common decency. Like I'm not going to have someone's back just because they're a female. I'm not going to have someone's back just because they're a male. Like it's going to be whoever's, yeah, right in the situation. It's not your fault that there's so many shitty men on this season. I cannot believe it. And especially watching it, you don't, like, you hear about these things but you don't see it. So watching it, I'm like, oh, my God, what are these men thinking? Totally. How are you older than me? Yeah. Men, men, men. So I think one man in particular this week that's really gotten everyone riled up and last week Mm. is Shannon. And, (gasps) you know, speaking about Girl Code, how hard is it for you to sit there and watch Caitlin go through what she's going through. Well, at the time, none of us had seen it. Like it, that that all happened, you know, it didn't even happen in dinner parties or commitment ceremonies when we can see each other. Mm. So at the time, none of us knew it was that bad. Like that's what I'm saying. Like watching it back, I'm like, oh, my God, does he, he has, this man has no filter. Mm. He is not thinking things through. So, yeah, it's, it's I, I mean, we all feel terrible for Caitlin, the Poor girl got stitched up. <laughs> Is it hard to, was it hard for you guys? You know, you all become such good friends. You must meet these women and they're just so vivacious mm. and confident at the hens party and slowly but surely their light starts to go out. Um, you would have mm. seen it with Caitlin, Bronte. Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, is it hard to sit back and watch that? And did you notice it at the time? Mm-hmm. I definitely noticed at the time. And honestly, it was happening to pretty much all the women because, the men didn't want the women to speak up and it, we all became silent. I mean, I definitely was silenced as well. Like I, the fact that I even had to ask my husband if I could say something to Sandy, like, you know, in, in, in real world, like in outside world, in my everyday world, sorry, I, I would have just done it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it, it, yeah, it, it's hard to watch. And it's hard to live through it too. So last night when Caitlin was telling you about all the disgusting things that Shannon's been saying to Mm -hmm. her, you said, he's just as shady as his fucking tan. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Honestly. That man's tan though, honestly. Can we talk about that? Please. Is it fake or real? I, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I had heard (laughs) that he was in a solarium for half an hour. Okay, That's long. Sense. That's mm. apparently you're not meant to be in there for that long. Are you even allowed to be in Are you even allowed to be in Solarium? So, so it was real technically, 
but not. And it was like so patchy, the tan. And mm. and I just, I just, oh my God, I feel so bad. Sorry, Shannon. But you could just see the tan was not evenly on his face. And I was just like, bro, stop. It's aging you. Yeah, well, two things, right? He doesn't strike me as someone that would wear SPF. Just, you know. That doesn't mm. strike me as someone. Mm. I mean, I should give some, maybe I should give him a few recommendations. Yes, like, yes. And second thing is that, you really could notice the difference, right, yes. from one week to the next. And I just thought that he was just weathered from Honestly, going like, through this situation with his ex. I was like, wow, sh- th- this ex has really yes. done a number on him. <laughs> I know. I was <laughs> – I'm sorry. <laughs> it was on – and the thing is it's even worse in person. Like it was giving Oompa Loompa. Wow. <laughs> and you know what? I feel like an asshole for talking about someone's appearance. But this man sat there and said to Caitlin, mm. if you were hotter, I'd be over my ex. So – which is shocking to me because look at her. She is like a freaking 1,000 out of 10. Like she's gorgeous inside and out and it breaks my heart, especially because she really tried to give it everything she got. Mm. Like she was she was compromising the most in that relationship. She was trying the hardest and despite all these ridiculous blinding red flags like she was still trying to make something work like she didn't want to leave the experiment without giving it 100 percent. so yeah it's a bit it's a bit unfortunate her and claire are very similar where they still almost try and defend these Mm. men Mm -hmm. um was that something a kind of that you guys clocked at the time or watching back is it you know are you like why are we sticking Mm. up for these dickheads oh 100 you clock it at the time and i think what people don't realize is that you're in an experiment. Like even the word is something where like you give it your best shot. And so even though you see these red flags, it's like, well, I would never normally deal with this in everyday life. So this is a chance for us to learn how to deal with it now and learn to see if we can make something work. Because a lot of these people who, you know, see these red flags, there was that initial spark at the start. So let's explore that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great way to look at it. Now, Janelle, without breaching any contracts... Is there anything that we should be prepared for this season? Look, this is only the start. This is definitely an explosive season. It's There's not going to be a boring moment, I'll give you that. A lot of big personalities, a lot of naughty men. <laughs> or naughty More. men. <laughs> it's, I'll give you that. It's only the beginning. Is there anyone that is going to surprise us? Anyone that seems nice enough now, but later on we might see a different version of them? 100%. And I have one in mind, but I'm not going to give anything away, but it's the biggest 180. Surely Cam and Lindell. Surely. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have to keep watching. No comment. Okay. But there is, yeah, it's a big one. Okay. For sure. We, we are ready. Okay. We'll, we'll be there. <laughs> so it wouldn't be uh, we've done the maths without a quick fuck, marry, leave. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all of the grooms, you've got free range. Okay. Assuming I'm, assuming I'm not married to Adam. Amen. No, okay. he's out of the game. I'm assuming that you fucked, married and left Adam at this point already. We'll have to find we'll out. Have to find out. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, let's put leave first. I'm going to give you options. Okay, we're going to do Harrison and Shannon. Oh, okay. she's media trained. <laughs> <laughs> there are more, but you'll have to wait and see. Um, we're going to fuck. Like it's a one night thing and then you just go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Let's see. Who would be the best in bed? <laughs> Who do we have? And I can't say Adam. No, but wow, must have been a yeah, yeah. good time. Tell us oh, more. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
it's hard because I'm friends with all of them and it's weird. Oh, take that out. Do you know okay. what I mean? Okay, no, no, I will choose. It's a surprising one, Jesse. I love Jesse. Jesse's one of my friends. Are you joking? Je- you Jesse have, will surprise you. You could choose between Duncan and anyone well, else. I'll marry Duncan. How? Oh, see, sorry, see, sorry. Marry Duncan. But is Duncan not a bit boring? I love Duncan. He's okay. just such. I mean, to be honest, I think I'm boring. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So no, Duncan's a lovely person. So okay. I, yeah, I would marry Duncan. Interesting. Maybe so you could fuck all the time. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you, yeah. You fuck one person one time, but then when you marry someone, you get to fuck them all the time. I'm shocked for this Jesse. Yes, back to Jesse. Back to Jesse. <laughs> okay. Is he over six foot asking for a friend? He is over six foot, I believe. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, is it the Perth thing? He is He is someone who looks tough on the outside, but is a big softie on the inside. And I that's... That's one of my types. Mm. Jules, he does kind of look like someone we'd pick up at the Gladi. Not you, but me. <laughs> Not me, yes. <laughs> right? You, for sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. I mean, it's your it's your game, yeah. so we'll let you run with that. Yeah. I'm going to ignore the judgment here. <laughs> <laughs> no, never judgment. It's no, a judgment okay. for never judgment. We're just obsessed with Duncan's body. So we're oh, like, well, oh. same. Okay, great, great. <laughs> so I want to know who you guys would fuck, marry, leave. <laughs> well, it's hard because Ollie, dead ring of Pete Davidson. I love Ollie. And yes, oh my god! Yes, wait, yes, I can't unsee it now, <laughs> right? And I'm obsessed with um, his love huge Davidson. personality. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I think I might have to fuck Ollie, marry Duncan, leave Shannon. I think that's like okay. The general. That's a good. That's a good one. Okay, I'm marrying Ollie because oh. I just think he will look. He's going to do the good things in the bedroom. We know mm-hmm. this because of how happy Tani is, literally, <laughs> and he also role plays. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I shouldn't be saying that. But anyway. I'm sorry to throw them <laughs> under the bus for this. <laughs> but one time in the experiment, Tani had to come into my room and say, do you have, what's the, a drug for back pain? She was like, I've got shaggers back. <laughs> what? Wait. I'm sorry, Ollie and Tani. But Tani literally couldn't sit because her back was sore from her back all was the fucking. Wow. This, she looks like a fit gal too. <laughs> she is, but I mean. So she came over for some deep heat. She was, yeah, she was like, can, like what is it called, Voltara? She's like, please, can I have some Voltara? And I'm like, take how, it. How often do you guys get to have sex? Like how many hours are free in the day without being on camera? You do get quite a lot of free time, definitely. Yeah. There, there's plenty of time to fuck. <laughs> Amazing <laughs> love. Okay, so what did I do? Oh yeah, fuck Mary Lee. Okay, so I'm marrying Ollie. I'm fucking Duncan. I just think he's super Prince Eric from Little oh Mermaid. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> he is Prince Eric. Yes, and I want to be part of that world, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I will leave. This is exactly the same as last week, but I'm sorry, I am so committed to leaving Shannon. He just pisses me right off. Yeah, everything about him is just making me unwell. I think mm-hmm. it's valid. Yeah. <laughs> And finally, I want to ask you, which couple do you think are the worst matched? Which are just a car crash waiting to happen? Oh. Oh. I had an answer, but I can't say it. Um, hmm. Who is terribly matched? I'm just going to say it. I think me and Adam are probably the most unlikely match. We're just so different in every aspect of our lives. But it's definitely a new learning curve for me to, to get used to. Okay. Wow, what a great answer. <laughs> we are tuning in oh, to see gosh. what happens. Oh, my gosh. And on that note, I think we're just going to have to watch. I want to get out of here. I'm dying to watch the next episode. 
We have loved having you. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. You guys have been lovely. This has been so much fun. All right. So that's another episode of We've Done the Maths. You can catch up on all the Married at First Sight goss on the We've Done the Maths newsletter on Pedestrian TV. Thank you so much, Janelle. We've loved having you. Oh, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. (laughs) See you next week. Bye. Bye.